0: Log Talk Radio.
1: There's a direct relationship between having the businesses and being in prison. Go find an see how many Asians you can find in American prisons. They ain't going to be in there. But 51% of your prison will be black, because you don't, blacks don't have the businesses and industries. There's a direct link. Blacks won't practice group economics. Black won't practice group politics. If you don't practice, you're setting yourself up. As I told that five-story building, you're setting yourself to get wiped out. Understand the nature of race, which is economics. If you if you build the first floor, it's economic. Build your businesses and your industries, control buildings and industry, and put that pools in your money and hold that money and, it's a, and practice group economics <clears throat> with it. Arab and Asian money bounces 12 to 13 times for at least. Jewish money bounces 18 times. Black folk gotta learn how to practice group economics. Black Americans spend every penny they get outside their own community. Then you take the money and the wealth that you get from that first floor. and you so you can't communicate with your people, you can't inform your people, you can't do anything. You can have Rush Limbaugh and all the rest of the guys talking about racism all day long and bad mouthing you and O'Reilly. They can talk called call, black folk all kind of names all day long. What are you gonna do? You can't respond. You can't even communicate with your own people because you don't have a, you don't have an economic base. Fifty one percent of all the prisons in the United States are black people. You know, even though know you only make up twelve percent of the population. That's no accident. It's because you don't control the economics and the politics. And they're going to go after the weakest people they can get their hands on To incarcerate them. that's the black folk And what are you going to do in response to them when they, when, they over, when, they, when they over-incarcerate you You're going to go out and have a march or demonstration We're going to march March but what, who cares Marching never changed anything
2: i say some shit to y'all That uh, I seen yesterday That made me f- smile But it hurt me to my heart There's a house next door to me That's been abandoned And uh the yard, the grass, high as hell and everything. There's a couple of abandoned cars out there beside the house. Well, yesterday I get off work about 7 o'clock. A Mexican guy pulled up. He said, these your cars? I said, no. He said, I just bought this house, man. I said, all right, that's what's up. He was like, you know who this car's these is? He said, no. He said, well, I bought the house, not the cars. Okay, I'm like, cool. I'm thinking he's just coming to look at the house. I go back in the house, do a little straighten up. I swear to God, I walk back at the house. Now I'm getting off about 7:20. It's fucking nine Mexican trucks just pulled up. They got fucking beer, lights, and shit, right? So I'm like, "What y'all finna do?" He said, "We finna fix this house." I said, "What kind of crew you got working after seven o'clock?" He said, "These mines." The fucking house is fixed this morning. They went in there and drywalled that fucking house. Wow! I just left out of there. It was a fucking abandoned house. That bitch looked new this morning. Whoa! It was an abandoned fucking house. And it looked new this morning.
3: It's
2: an old African proverb. Many hands make light work. I just don't think they're better than us. I just think we won't do nothing together. You're not hearing what the fuck I'm saying. It was an abandoned house yesterday at 7 fucking 15. That bitch is new this morning. He bought a tax lien house. I can't wait to see what they do. I can't wait to see is one family gonna live in there? Is they gon' I'm I'ma get to know the motherfucker. You best believe me when I make some money, I'm going to do it. I'm going to bring us together. And I'm not fucking with a lot of people. If white immigrants can
4: come to this country 50 years ago with nickels and dimes and no education, and come here and pool their little nickels and dimes and no education, and set up little stores, develop these stores into larger stores, Develop this into an industry which creates job opportunities for whites. Since Lincoln was supposed to have freed the black man 100 years ago, and today the black man, according to the government economist, has spending power of $20 billion per year, we feel that with the black man spending $20 billion a year, not setting up any businesses, not creating any industry, not creating any job opportunities for his own kind, He's not in a moral position to point the finger today at the white man and tell the white man that he's discriminating against him for not giving him a job in factories that he, has he himself set up. If the black man has $20 billion, and these so-called Negro leaders are such geniuses that they can integrate white restaurants and integrate white factories and integrate, force themselves into that which the white man has set up, they should use this same ingenuity to show the black people how to pool our wealth and set up something of our own. And then we won't have to force our way into his anymore. One more thing I would like to point out, concerning what he said about 125th Street. We don't waste our time on 125th Street, but you can reach more people in the street who want to change than you can in the bourgeoisie society, the bourgeoisie church, and the bourgeoisie circles. We, our program is directed toward the man in the street. So we spend our time in the street, and what we do with that man, instead of trying to change the white man and your mind and make, make you accept us, we change the mind of the black man and make him accept himself. And as soon as he accepts himself, he'll solve his own problem. He won't be trying to force himself into your factory and into your bedroom and into your kitchen.
5: Today's It's My House is titled House Building for Kids uh, 101, House Building for Kids 101. And we're going to be offering some House Building for Children um, retreats and after-school programs and camps. Um, And uh, we're going to give you a glimpse of that today. There's one book that I also recommend. I just got it yesterday. It's titled Carpentry for Children. Carpentry for Children is by a guy named Lester Walker, and it gives a lot of good information uh, uh in it and what I'll do is I'll I'll go through review some of what's in that book uh Soon in this podcast, but let's let's um let's go to our audios for today.
6: Hi there. I'm Jack and this is Drew. And today we're working on a simple but fun project that you can do at home with kids. And even better, it'll teach them the fundamental skills they need to make lots of other projects. Isn't that right?
3: Yep, that's right. We're building a box.
6: It's simple, but there's so many uses for a box like this.
3: So what do we do first?
6: Okay, so first, we're going to cut all the pieces that will make up our box. Let's do that one together. So take the tape measure, and you're going to mark a mark at four inches. Go for it. Good. Now, anytime we mark something, you want to mark an X on the side that we're not going to use, or the waist side. Good, so which side? That's right. Good. Now do we saw? Not quite yet. First, we need to extend our line all the way across our board. So let's use the speed square. And you're going to put one edge on the edge of the board and slide it all the way across. And now we have a straight line. Good. Measuring and marking is the key to every woodworking project.
3: Okay. Now we saw?
6: Now we saw. Okay. Okay. Do you have your safety glasses? Go ahead and put them on. I'm going to do the same thing. All right. Always, always, always safety first. Okay? So we want to make sure our area is clear. We want to make sure that we don't have any loose-fitting clothing. So roll your sleeves up if we had any long hair, we'd want to put that up, all right. And most importantly, we want to make sure our fingers are out of the way. Okay. I'm going to clamp the board down, and you're going to saw. You want to start by moving the blade back and forth through, and you want to get a little starter cut going. You want to keep it about 45 degrees like that. Okay. okay. So I'm going to help you get started. Good. You got it. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to get my hands out of the way. Good. That's good. And you're making a little groove for the blade to sit in. Now back and forth. Good. That's good. Almost there, I know it's hard work. A few more pulls, and nice. Good job, but don't rest yet. We have three more boards to cut. All four pieces are cut, so let's build a box. Now, do you remember how I showed you?
3: Uh, yeah, I think.
6: Okay, I'll help you if you need it.
3: Okay, so squeeze out this glue yes. and use my finger to spread it along this long edge here. Yes. And then I can push these two pieces together. Yep. And check to see if it's square. Good, how do you do that? using the corner of this okay. big square. Do we clamp
6: next? Yes. All Once right. Once it's all square, I'll hold it, and you can clamp it. Okay. Okay, now we're going to let the glue dry, and then it's time for...
3: The mighty the hammer! The
6: mighty hammer. Now let's practice on this scrap piece of wood, okay? Okay. And you're going to start by lightly tapping the top of the nail. Now, move your fingers, and you can really start to hit it. Good. Good practice. Let's do it for real. Good. So now use the nail set. Go ahead. Good job. You want to do the next one? All right. Now we have to sand. All right. Sanding makes the wood smoother, and it gets rid of any rough edges and prevents splinters. We want to start with a rougher grit sandpaper and long, smooth strokes. We can work our way up to a finer and finer sandpaper as we go. And we're done sanding. Now, what you do with it now, Drew's up to you. You could paint it or stain it.
3: Or we could make something else that's, like, made with a block shape.
6: Definitely. We learned a lot of good fundamental skills here today. We learned how to keep things square, measuring and marking, uh, how to use a handsaw, and hammering. All great skills to have.
3: Oh, what about sanding?
6: And sanding. We learned sanding mm-hmm. as well.
3: So, what are we going to make next?
6: How do you feel about a log cabin?
3: Log cabin? Pretty much just a box with a roof on it, right?
6: That's right. Maybe we'll work our way up to that. Thanks for joining us today and we hope you have a great time building things together, like we did.
3: See you next time.
6: Bye. Good job. Thank you. Did you learn something?
3: Yeah.
5: Okay, apparently I had like three more audios, but For some reason, that's the only one I can get in. But that that gives you an example of what we're, matter of fact, things like homelessness. I I think one of the best ways to prevent homelessness is teach a person how to build their own place without bank financing, early in life, the best. Now, what's interesting is you do have some skilled carpenters that are in homeless shelters, but that's a whole nother podcast because they just need a mental shift on where they can where they should live, but there might be other because when it comes to homelessness, it could be mental problems could be a real problem so infinite problems that we, we don't really cover in the scope of this podcast, but in any event um we will have carpentry classes for children as well as carpentry. Classes for adults that know Regardless of age that know Absolutely nothing About carpentry And um, One book I'm recommending Once again is by a guy named Lester Walker who's an architect And although the Book is titled carpentry For children he also has a book Titled house building For children Okay Um but right now the book I have in my hand is Carpentry to Children. It's a good fundamental book and it's illustrated. So if you know nothing about carpentry, regardless, you can be ninety or hundred years old. This book is illustrated and it gives you some some, some fundamentals. Okay. And as they they mentioned um matter of fact that's a good first project, um that they uh organized. Just a little box Because what is a house It's nothing but a box With a roof on it That's it So um, Let me go through this book uh, By Lester Walker um, I'm just in the table Contents here uh, Let's see how does, how does he have this book Laid out um, all right, introductory. Right, uh, meeting the carpenters. All right, you. All right, how to use the book. All right, buy your tools, buy your materials, getting help. Uh, let's see, one. are right, using your tools. That's the, I guess, first section. That's how they have this. Uh In the using your tools section, um, page twenty six is the hammer. Page twenty eight is the cross saw. Page 30 is the keyhole saw. Um, page 32, the brace and bit. Page 34, the square. Uh, page 36, the measuring tape. Uh, page 38, the adjustable wrench, screwdriver, and pliers. Page 40 is painting. Page 44 is the site. Uh, page 46 is building your workbench. Building your toolbox is page 54. Building your saw horses is page 62. Uh, And, of course, safety, um, that's one of the first things that they mention as well. Um, One-day projects, how to build a tugboat, uh, a block set, a birdhouse, A candle chandelier. These are these are stepping stones, regardless of age. You know, because you can stair step your way up into a tiny house. A tiny house can be is really a very ambitious project for a very first project. You know, very ambitious. So, regardless of age, what we're doing is, uh, and um, today's March first, so later this month. Um, we're going to be working on our one-room schoolhouse, but from that we'll be, you know, we'll be, we're taking people through stair-step things, weekend projects, uh, doll cradles, stilts, a puppet theater, easel, one-week projects could be organized, putting a, a raft, you know, uh, a lemonade stand, um, a coaster set. Um, those are weekend projects. And um like I say, this is in this book, it's an illustrated book titled Carpentry to Children by Lester Walker. And um uh, next week or within the next two weeks we'll be going through this book, um House Building for Children. All right. You can go online also, uh, of uh, their teenagers that are building their own houses. They're tiny houses. But you have mostly adults that are that are uh, living in these things now. So, um in any event I recommend the book. This is um this is gonna be one of our textbooks. One of our textbooks for our school. And um Like I say, we'll um, we'll be holding these workshops in various places on a global basis. Um, All right, let's uh, hold it. Matter of fact, that's one of the things I wanted to play for you, but it didn't. Uh, This guy, 13 years old, built his own tiny house for like. uh, it was under five thousand dollars. Anyway, but uh, we'll get that audio straight and we'll we'll play it to you one day. Seven seven three, your mic is open. Yeah, good morning, Doctor
0: Doctor Davis.
5: Uh, uh, how you doing? You know that that
0: that is uh, a great uh, video that you just played because that's where you start, and you're talking about we talk about gentrification that will stop gentrification in this track because the person can build their own house. And, you, you know, I, I was—I was, I think I mentioned I was in the hospital uh, a few months ago, mm-hmm. and my wife and I was sitting by the window. You have never seen a homeless squirrel, And if you leave the doors open on that tiny house, the animals are going to find a way to make it a home. Right, and they don't have, and they don't have any saws and tools other than their mouths and feet. So, where is it that we lost touch with owning and building our own shelter?
5: And we've lost that. That's a good question. We've lost that in the. I would say last. um, Well, hold. I can get accurate with that. Okay. It's 2018 right now. Slavery in the United States ended in 1865, 153 years ago. That's where we lost it. Um, The, in my opinion, slaves had were more educated. Than the typical person That graduates from an Ivy League University today And here's why I'm saying that And mind you A lot of slaves could not read Matter of fact it was illegal At one time for slaves to even read Alright Read what I'm saying right. that They're more educated than The, the typical Ivy League graduate of today is uh, And they were educated now They just didn't have the academic education. That's why we're opening up our school based on pragademics, not academics. Slaves basically had the skill set of learning how, I mean, they knew how to build, build, uh, even before they put them on a boat over here, they knew how to build infrastructures. They knew how to build their own housing in Africa. Now, when they came over here, they had to learn additional building trade and and uh, civic projects. But they learned how. I mean, they knew how to build. They built the plantations. They built the big house. The plantation system, which is called and the White House, yeah, right? They built the White House too. The the plantation system is written, comes out of Africa. The plantation system is nothing. A plantation is a commercial farm. That's what that that's what the plantation is. It's a far it's farming for profit. All right, so they they knew the plantation economic system. They knew how to build houses without bank financing. Um, they knew how to build infrastructure. They knew how to they knew how to feed themselves. All right, so the typical person that graduates from an Ivy League university day or mainstream education in a western society it's uh they, we ha- we don't know how to feed ourselves for the most part uh, unless we work for somebody else and then so we had to depend on somebody else for shelter we had to depend on somebody else for food and slaves knew this so the the academic Uh, Education Which basically has been Bankrolled by bankers All right Has basically set up An academic system which is passive Which teaches people how to be Dependent upon Other people that's where it was lost So what we want to do with our School is like say We don't have an academic curriculum We'll have a uh, Practic Curriculum and pragademics, let's just break that word down. The first, and that's spelled pragademic, is spelled P R uh, A A-D, G um, A D I M C. Pragademic. First part of that word, prag, comes from pragmatism, something that's real. Why do we go to school grades 1 through 12 and encourage to, uh, to keep out of trouble and get good grades and then maybe go to college or university? And get good grades and all this. All that is to what? Get a job from someone else. I'm talking about starting your own business. Okay. So, um, but what we're doing is we're cutting out the fat. Now, I like the honor system, which we model a lot after. They go grades one through eight. And then after that, they learn the family business, uh, which is they could be making furniture, it could be making portable buildings, it could be a farmer's market. Yeah, quite a few Amish families that take in two, three, four, five million dollars a year revenue just by selling dinners or, or at selling stuff at a farmers market that they own, generational wealth. Uh, their kids start off with debt-free housing because they get together within their community, and they build houses. So essentially, that's what we'll be doing. We're we're going to take the concept of the one-room schoolhouse, which you. Which you suggested, uh, we've had Patrick Collins, the son of Marvin Collins, on, and he'll be on more this year. Uh, he was on being about a month and a half ago. Uh, but Marvin yeah. Collins had a one-room classroom in the city of Chicago. Now, our head everything we do will be basically in a rural area uh, where we can we have more legal leeway to do what we want to do. But uh, the but going back to your question, though, we lost in the United States 153 years ago when slavery was abolished in 1865, and then when when uh, President Roosevelt, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, came in office, he was elected for four terms. We got onto the entitlement programs. A lot of us got onto these entitlement programs and never got off of them. It's one thing getting if you're in need and you're getting on these entitlement programs. That's one, and you got to you know you're on it for a few months or maybe a couple of years. But there's another thing when you're on it for life, and then it goes from generation to generation to generation to generation. So a lot of us got caught up in staying on these entitlement programs, uh, or seeking them out, and all that is basically putting you back into slavery. Yep. In 2018. You're right. So essentially, right. that what what we're doing is, um, um, you know, putting it out there where you you can pick up this these skill sets if you want to. Now, regardless of age, so like I said, we will have some for children as well as adults, but it, it all goes through, you know, the fundamentals of um, how to. And then some people might want to do it. For just extra income. We had one guest on here maybe a, a couple of months ago, in what January, um, where he he got a uh, shed off of uh, what do you call it, the Craigslist. And yeah. fixed the and now right, and now he gets uh, like seven hundred dollars a month income. So yeah. some people might want to get these skills, and because um, it's less expensive to build a house than buy one. So yeah, you know I got me a, a way to get... room, We'll go through it. what saying, Pleasant.
0: I gotta, I gotta find a way to get down to where you are. You know, next month it's gonna be a hard task for me to get out of this. Oh my goodness!
5: How long are you gonna be down there? Uh, about uh, at least ten days. And going to but be kind of now for your neck of the woods, uh, we have. I haven't found a patch of land up there, but some of the fundamental uh, workshops, like uh, we can do a workshop in Chicago. Carpentry for children or carpentry for adults That's something that we can do in the city Because all we need is a room for that um, But in Oklahoma we'll actually be doing Putting up a school building But if we I, Eventually we're going to find something up there Probably in Indiana to buy Where we can do the whole thing But we, we can actually get up there this year And and do um we can do a project based uh workshop on um, you know Carpentry one oh one and have some projects built on the first day and then maybe put something together like a dog house on day mm-hmm. two but anyway you know so i that's I, something that we I can, we can do in chicago though
0: yeah i I was listening to you. And I was saying, you know, I got to get down there. I got to get over there so that uh, we can. There's a lot more to go with what you're talking about so that we can start a school process, not only for the children, but the older people who don't have squirrel sense. Uh, Yeah, you know, because we were talking about gentrification and we were talking about uh, properties. The high, uh, where you build a house at talking about roads, streets sanitation and I was looking after we had the, after we was on the call last yesterday I was looking at the cost what, where does the cost start in the capitalistic system you know I came up with I came up with you start with the butler the maid the driver the car Uh, All of these costs Is paid for with tax dollars Mm -hmm. And you're paying Every individual that is That's in a System like Chicago Every one of them Is getting paid with tax money And if you're out In the uh, urban area You don't have all of those Costs to pay So I think that's something that we'll be able to add To the one room schoolhouse because you won't have her. Start starting with the starting with the uh chauffeur, the maid, the butler, the uh person that keeps up the lawn, the it's just so many little penny any costs that you won't have living in an area where there's freedom, so to speak. And as you stated, there are people that's coming out of Ivy League colleges just don't have any skills whatsoever. All they know how to Zero. do is push a pencil and go to work for somebody else. They,
5: they, they can't absolutely. put a lock on the door.
0: Yeah, they can't put a lock on the door. Right. They have to call us a absolutely right. They don't know Right. They
5: don't
0: know what a sewer they don't know what a sewer is. They don't know they don't know what a toilet is. They don't know how to install mm. a toilet. You know. We've been dumbed down so bad With this educational piece I've always said That education is a dumbed down Slavery thing That we've been brainwashed
5: into And that, that's a because very he, accurate Way to put it The We have been Dumbed down Matter of fact I'm really I'm studying to be a carpenter <laughs> Okay I, a so, uh, uh, basic skill set I should have picked up some way along the line when I was fifteen or something like that,
3: you know. Uh-huh. But
5: because um, it's it's so fundamental and it's a portable skill. Now I, I'm I'm learning it from uh, from the aspect of because you can be a rocket scientist or anything you want to be, but um, if I go to Russia bucks two in Africa If I had the basic knowledge On how I can build my own house Particularly without going to Home Depot or Lowe's Because uh, My mother was telling me um, I guess it would be a great uncle to me Or a great cousin to me That they used to go out into the woods and made their own lumber. All I know is oh, yeah. go to Home Depot. I did that. I
0: went out in yeah. the woods, my friend. Yeah, you can go now, out in the woods that, and, man, and, that's
5: a serious life skill. there, yeah. knowing how to make your own lumber.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, you know, you know something, LA, You don't have to make lumber. The lumber's already grown. So all you have to do is cut the tree down. And you don't have to have any nails to put it together.
5: Yeah, think, know about, you see. Think,
0: think about notching out uh, one piece of lumber to lay, in, to lay into another piece of lumber. Like I, where I was born was in a log house. The house wasn't built mm-hmm. with any nails. No. It was the logs were laid in in a notched out area, system, it's the way it just stacked on top of each other. And the logs on the top was also notched out as to where they put the roof on the house. And, you know, the lumber is already grown. there; It's there already because you can get certain sizes to put in different areas. Log cabins are still. I think that's something maybe we can look up is how log cabins are built without nails.
5: Right. Mm, that's true. I know Japanese do it that way too.
0: Yeah, Building without nails. I, I, I was born in a house that was built without nails. Without nails. Yep. So the lumber what? we're talking about cutting lumber. where when you when you make your own lumber, all you do is split over split open a piece of wood. You got wedges and things that you just keep driving into it, and you split it open and make you a piece of lumber. Yeah, I got.
5: I got to get this down. is this is this is uh, well. You will, and um, I got. We got to be in Arkansas. Well, we're playing all that out, Arkansas as well as Chicago. But like I say, some basic fundamental clubs can be held right in Chicago. Um, where all you know, all we need is a room. For the you know the basic simple projects, and then from there, that'll springboard until you know we need something in Indiana or go to Arkansas uh, because we're going to need more than one location.
0: Yeah, because I, I what I'll do is I clean out my garage. If I got a two car garage. I can clean out one one stall of it. And We will use that for our building
5: this uh, place. Right. Yeah. yeah. That, that, that'll be that'll be great. That'll be great. Yeah. So it's, uh, and then what you just shared with us, because uh, uh, it, it gives you more options. But yeah, uh, what, what like you're, you're at uh, about a thousand percent right. What has happened, and what has happened me, is mainstream education has dumbed us down.
0: It has, it really has, including, mm-hmm. including growing up. Including growing our own food and feeding ourselves.
5: Oh, That's the, the that's the basic fundamentals. Every creature on this planet, from man to the cockroach, the basic fundamentals is shelter and food. Yeah, curious. Sure that, you can't get no more fundamental than that. And well, education sure is 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 uh, is supposed to prepare us or teach us how to do one and two, but it's when, you know, do this, do this, and then go to somebody else for a paycheck, go to somebody else for a roof over your head, go to somebody else to feed yourself. Now, I'm not saying you have to learn how to grow everything, um, but, you know, learn how to grow some basic things and then, you know, typically going to grow more than what you need, and you can trade that stuff for you know all the stuff you might need. Which that's if you look at the history. So if we look at the history of man. Uh, really, that's the way man was living until the bankers got in, influenced government, and said, "Well, print up this paper," because really, a uh, uh, government currency, legal tender, dollar bills, euros, pesos, and all that, is really glorified food stamps.
0: Yep. You know. Oh man i, I we got to gotta find a way for us To meet in the open area In the open air To where we can expose What we're talking about doing And do it And then we can organize To young men and women Because women can do what we're talking about
5: Girls can well, do what we're talking about Exactly yeah. and That's um, So yeah We'll um, Got to organize something for Chicago um, before the end of the spring. Um, Oh yeah. So, so, uh, well, like I say, because the the basic stuff can be done just in the any old room, but it had to be a big room, and uh, some basic fundamental projects, and then you just use that as a stepping stone uh, to get to the bigger projects and in other locations. So, or locations that are not far from. Chicago. So, um, uh, all right. Any, any any announcements, pleasant that you want to put out there? No, that's that's it. I'm I'm so
0: enthused about this this uh, subject of building tiny houses and how you can construct a house without bank financing. You, you just don't know how important that is to me. So that's, that's yeah. and, I and you can
5: organize there. a community around it. You know,
0: um, I,
5: I'm thinking about as we talk
0: is that uh, when we start to do what we're talking about here in Chicago, uh, my garage, I think, is 21 feet long and 10 feet wide for that one stall. And I think my thinking is that I can get a lot of school kids over here to show them how to do this. Right. Because I have I have pretty good connection with the people in the community and I can get a school. Uh, some schools, not one, because my wife teaches. Well, she was teaching until she quit her job to come take care of me. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, she was teaching how to be. A, a dental, what what grades was she? A, what
5: What grades was she teaching?
0: No, no, no. She wasn't teaching. She was working at, in a facility that was. That she ran a uh, dental, a dental uh, uh, place. Oh, okay. Doctor Harris, for. Thirty-seven years. She wasn't
5: okay, in the school, right. on the job training. Okay. All right. All right. Well, we'll we'll organize that. I look at my travel schedule and whatnot, and I'll get back to you on it. On that note, Pleasant, okay. that's it for today. Uh, and uh, everybody, thanks for listening. And everybody, has, oh, today's Thursday, not Friday. So we'll be back tomorrow with a part two to this.